I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Mel. Hey, Taylor. You used to have a dog who liked red wine. Oh, yeah? He was a Bordeaux collie. Oh, he fancy. He fancy. Bork, bork, hello. Bork, bork, hello. What's going on, y'all? What's happening with you? That's it. Tell us. They can't. I yeah. feel like sometimes I feel like doing Dora the Explorer where we pause for a response. <laughs> and she's like, awesome. And even though they're like, oh, my life's ending. I'm having a really bad day. And she's like, cool. Awesome. Let's get going. Yeah. And you're just like, uh. Awesome. Let's talk about dogs. I'm Taylor and this is Mel. Hi. Thanks for tuning in. We like you and we also like dogs and I hope you like us and also dogs. Yep. What you got for us today? I got a story. What kind of story? So you might have seen floating around on Facebook this video of a, I think it's Kelpie, uh, pressing buttons to make sentences. Yeah. I Which I noticed because a couple of episodes ago, we talked about um, a dog that knew like over a thousand words. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, oh, like this dog. It's so clever. Yeah. So I'm reading an article about it, cool. about the actual thing. Uh, from Upworthy.com. Classic Upworthy. Uh, by Todd Perry called Speech Pathologist teaches her dog to use a soundboard and now it communicates in sentences. I used to have a speech pathologist and she used to wear like really red lipstick. Oh. And then you, you used to have to stare at her mouth because she was saying words. Yeah. And I was always a bit like hypnotized. <laughs> Do you think she's <laughs> That's on my purpose? Story. If any um, profession is going to have probably. lipstick besides Her name makeup. was Belinda, shouts out. She was really cool. Oh, Belinda. I hope you listen to this podcast. She was a random lady, but I liked her. She made me do an exercise called <laughs> the Happy Mexican. <laughs> and it goes, okay. Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> That's cute. Is that uh, also insensitive? I think so, mm. but like it made me laugh anyway. Cute. <laughs> so anyway, Christina Hunger, 26, hopefully not hungry, is a speech language pathologist in San Diego, California, who believes that everyone deserves a voice. Cool. Hunger works with one and two-year-old children, many of which use adaptive devices to communicate. So she wondered what would happen if she taught her two-month-old puppy a catahoula slash blue healer, so not a kelpie, named Stella to do the same. Mm. If dogs can understand words we say to them, shouldn't they be able to say words to us? Can dogs use the AAC to communicate with humans, she wondered. Mm-hmm. Hunger and... <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> well, I'm eating chocolate, but I wanted to still like yeah. comment. So I just wanted to make sure. Hunger and her fiance, fiance, I'm American now. Fiance. Hunger and her fiance. What do we say in Australian? It's just fiance. fiance. Yeah. Jake. <laughs> like Beyonce. Uh, but with the F. Fiance. Started simply by creating a button that said outside and then pressed it every time they said the word or opened the door. After a few weeks, every time Hunger said outside, Stella looked at the button. That's cool. Mm. Soon, Stella began to step on the button every time she wanted to go outside. Clever. They soon added more buttons that say eat, water, play, walk, no, come, help, bye, and love you. Aww. <laughs> I was waiting for the yes. 
<laughs> yes, but it didn't come. <laughs> um, I'm interested to find out how they might have done no. Like every time. What? Yeah, that's it because it's a more negative one. Yeah, so every time they offered the ball and Stella didn't want the ball, they would press no or... Or was it like an actual, like a no, don't do that command? Yeah. But then so she Every be, time they didn't want her to do something, they would go, no. They'd but then the she would have to press the button. Stella needs to press the button to communicate. I am doing a bad thing. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Me at myself on Saturday nights. That's good. <laughs> no. <laughs> Very self-reflective. Mm. Uh, every day I spend time using Stella's buttons to talk with her and teach her words just as I would in speech therapy sessions with children, she wrote on her blog. Oh, which means I'm going to click on it and tell you where her blog is so you can also read about it. Oh, man, that's just more show notes. <laughs> I'll send them to you. <laughs> My arm um, hurts. Oh, it, update everyone. Taylor broke her wrist. Yeah. <laughs> So like that. the show notes suck. That's why. <laughs> nah, not really. I'll do them. That's fine. <laughs> um, you can check out her blog at www.hungerforwords.com. The, the lady with the dog words, yeah. not me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a blog. Taylor will not be there. <laughs> uh, instead of rewarding Stella with a treat for using a button, we responded to her communication by acknowledging her message and responding accordingly. Stella's voice and opinions mattered just as our own do. She continued... If Stella's water bowl is empty, she says water. If she wants to play tug of war, she says play. She even began to tell friends bye if they put on their jackets by the door. Ah, Mm. That's cute. That's cute as heck. That's painful. Stella soon learned to combine different words to make phrases. This is crazy. This is crazy. They're smart. Yeah. knows dogs are smart. One afternoon, shortly after daylight savings, she began saying eat at 3 p.m. When hunger didn't respond with food, her name's hunger. We're talking about food. I can't get over it. Wait, her name is hunger. Her name is hunger. I missed that at the beginning. I made a dumb joke about it. it didn't carry I totally it. missed yeah. it. <laughs> when hunger didn't respond with food, she said "love you, no," and walked out of the room. What? <laughs> so Stella was like, "It's now, three p.m. Love time you. to eat," and her owner was like, mm, "No, it's too early," and she was like, "Okay, love you, bye." <laughs> Or no, love you. Love you. (laughs) Love you, no. Today, Stella has learned over 29 words and can combine up to five at a time to make a phrase or a sentence. Five? That's amazing. What what sentence would have five words in it? Hi, love you, eat, play. Play. Eat, pray, love. (laughs) We started teaching Stella how to read books. Now she's going on a trip to Indonesia to find herself. (laughs) I'm so here for that story. Oh, I hope good. that's where she goes. Doggy, eat, pray, love. Mm. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. And read that. Yeah. The way she uses words to communicate and the words she's combining is really similar to a two-year-old child, Hunger says of her, on her blog. It says of her blog, but it means on. <laughs> yeah, get wrecked, Todd Perry. <laughs> uh, she believes her work has the potential to transform the bond between humans and dogs. I think how important dogs are to their humans, Hunger says. I just imagine how much deeper the bond will be. Stella asking to play ball outside. Um, oh, that's just a list. So there's much things you can see on hunger number four words. So hunger four words with four being the digit. Um, you can on the Instagram. I mean, uh, you can see Stella asking ball to play outside. Uh, Stella clearly wanting some more breakfast. <laughs> Um, I need a button for that. (laughs) Uh, Stella, after a fun day at the beach, 
and wanting to go back. Oh, I love Aww, her. Oh, that's cute. Um, Not sermon, but hunger. Uh, Stella telling hunger that she doesn't want her to leave to work. Ow, that would end me. If my dog is just like, no, sorry, no, Just no. call in sick and you're just like, sorry, my dog said I can't come in today. You put He's your just phone. being really needy. <laughs> you put your phone to the thing. No, no, no. <laughs> my dog says I can't come in to work today. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Some days it'd be like that. Uh, Yeah, that's the story. Do you reckon? That's cute. Do you reckon it would really change the way we are with dogs if suddenly they just can press It just makes me think talk? of that Rick and Morty episode. Oh, yeah. Have that's you seen really that one? It's on. like, I yeah, it's like the, I think it's like the second episode yeah. of Rick and Morty. Um, where they all like talk. So they're just like, we're actually smarter than you. So we're just going to take over yeah. as the dominant species <laughs> now. And I think honestly, dogs have that potential. So like the dolphins in the Simpsons. I haven't seen that. Oh man. That's a good episode. Oh, that's I believe you. Weird one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's my story about Stella and hunger. Yum. I'm hungry. Mm, food. I haven't eaten yet. Eat, some food. Eat. I like how this podcast is like 90% us talking about dogs, 10% me telling everyone how hungry I am. <laughs> it's just true. It's a good combination. Uh, you know who also gets hungry? Who? Bichon freezes. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't oh, the best no. segue, but I like it. Thank you. Yeah. So. I oh, know what's wrong. It says. Are the, is the breed disappointing? No, it's the pronunciation. <laughs> so you and I were talking off air before that yeah. you said you thought it might be Bichon Frise. Frise, yeah. yeah. That's what this website says also, but I definitely call them Freeze. Well, I think Producer because Zane, what do you... That's dumb. Well, it's I don't French. Like, so that's the French pronunciation. I don't like, ugh. Anyway. And then to Australian it up, we I just know, say That's freeze. such an ignorant person thing to be like, <laughs> I don't like this, so I'm doing it the wrong way. So Bichon Frise pronounced be sean free say love that and the plural is be sean's free says so they Bichon don't get it i don't do you Two say the s do you say i don't know but s? they both have an s in the spelling yeah good to um, know <laughs> is a cheerful small dog breed with a love of mischief and a lot of love to give sounds like a children's book <laughs> a lot of your children's books have love to give yes that's handy <laughs> uh, with their black eyes and fluffy white coat, the Bichon looks almost like a child's toy. Oh. And it doesn't take long to realize that the Bichon can be your happiest and most, in- <laughs> most enthusiastic <laughs> companion. Um, so there you go. They're real cute. Have you seen one? They are fluffy toy I animals. read they, they often get mistaken for white poodles because they're real heckin' fluffy oh, and like curly. Yeah. Yeah, but they're but like they're, they're little. smaller. Yeah, yeah, they're really little. So compact bodies, baby doll faces, <laughs> which is a cute description, <laughs> and fluffy white hair. Bichons are a very appealing breed whose looks are enhanced by a perky, good-natured disposition. Perky. Yep. She, she perky. perky. <laughs> <laughs> that was so perfectly in time. Nice. The Bichon, um, as their effect of... Uh, <laughs> You, you got this. You um, go. No. I just <laughs> put my eye in the microphone. <laughs> and said Sorry why? for everyone else on the network who shares the yellow microphone. <laughs> the Bichon, as they're affectionately called, is related to several small breeds. The Coton de Tuller. Have you heard of that? I've not heard coton, of that. Cotton of what? Tuller. De Tuller. I don't, I don't know, know what, what that, that is. is. Let me click on it. Give me a sec. Give me, <laughs> give me a hot minute. Hot minute. Oh, it's cuter! <laughs> 
God, that was so ah! loud. Oh it's my so God. so much cuter. Look at this. Sorry, Bichon Frise's. Show me. How Look do I see? Are you Cotton? sending it to me? No. C-O-T. <laughs> no, it, my arm. It, it's hard Sorry, to copy yeah. paste. Okay, tell me, tell me. C-O-T-O-N. C-O-T-O-N. D-E. D-E. T-U. T-U. L-E-A-R. L-E-A-R. That was three words. Sorry. Yeah, weird. I didn't specify. No, I gotcha. Cotton. They're freaking cute. Oh my gosh. You know what they look like? What? Like small Duolux dogs. What are they called? Old English sheepdogs. Oh, yeah, yeah. But all white. dogs. Mm. <laughs> They're so cute. I didn't know about that breed. I'm going to do it next time. Anyway. Sorry. That's a cute dog. Uh, so anyway, the now back to the Bichon. Um, a dog who originated. So the, the Cotton de Tulia mm-hmm. is related to the Bichon. Right. And they uh, originated off the African coast on an island near Madagascar. Mm-hmm. They're also related to the Bolognese, which we've done, bred in northern Italy near the city of Bologna. And the Havanese, which we've also done from Cuba, and the Maltese, which I'm pretty sure we've done. We've done a Maltese. Okay. So. Yeah, yeah. Developed on the island of Malta in the Mediterranean. Mm. So combination of those fluffy, cute pals. <laughs> um, oh. Bichons also appear to have originated in the Mediterranean and to have been taken along on trade routes into other countries. You just don't... They don't look... They don't look like working dogs no. today. They look like lap dogs <laughs> out of ten. Yeah. Uh, there may be small dogs. Um, large specimens barely reach a foot in height. <laughs> Uh, even if they're large but they're hardy despite their diminutive size they're not classified as a toy breed by the akc instead they're members of the non-sporting group i am definitely a member of the non-sporting group (laughs) i am (laughs) non-sports um bichons are always white although puppies may be cream or pale yellow Mm. with black eyes and black noses their arch necks give them a proud confident look while their well-plumed tails curve gracefully over their backs Mm, plumed plumed if you're looking for a wonderful family pet consider the bichon this dog loves to play they're always happy except when left alone for long periods of time and their demeanor is affectionate and gentle cute um they don't shed like other breeds bichons are often recommended for people with allergies Oh, yeah. that's so handy. So this is something you should discuss with your allergist since not everyone reacts the same. Hmm. Um, but be sure to spend some time in the presence of the breed if you do have allergies. But generally speaking, um, they're pretty good because they don't shed. So that whatever it is that makes people allergic is yeah. present. That's so good. Like a poodle. Poodles are similar. Yeah. Or some po- poodles. Yeah, poodles, poodles are because that's why we got a poodle when I was little. Because A, mom didn't want the shedding. But B, mm. they're fairly hypoallergenic. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, they do suffer from separation anxiety. Aww. So you have to leave them at home. At, like if you work long hours and nobody's home, like probably not a Bichon because they're going to like panic about it. Yeah. Um, they just like, um, they need to be with their families. Yeah. So they, they need to spend time with lots of people. Um, they can adjust to a variety of lifestyles as long as they don't have to spend all the time alone. Good pets are people who live in apartments, hmm. but they do have lots of energy. So they need daily exercise walks games yeah stuff like that so they're really intelligent they love to learn tricks they're highly trainable um so when training you need to be firm but gentle harsh Mm. corrections and scolding will break ow will break a bichon's heart oh (laughs) can't scold them because they'll get upset at you oh (laughs) many bichon owners train their dogs for obedience agility and rally competitions um but another activity that brings out the best in bichons is therapy work because they're gentle and sure to bring a smile to anyone's face, they make perfect therapy dogs. That's precious. Um, for visits in nursing homes and hospitals. Cute. Yeah. That's real precious. Um, they can be difficult to housebreak. 
so crate training's recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, they're pretty good with families, apartments, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's the that's the highlights, perhaps, <laughs> of the Bichon Frise. Yes, they're so cute. Always called them a Bichon Frise. I'm a bit upset. Yeah, must it, is it French? Is that what we decided? Yeah, Bichon Frise. Frise means um. Curly? Like curly in mm. French. What does Bichon mean? I have no idea. I assume that's just translate. the name. Are you going, do you have a nice tip and trick for us today? I do. I do indeed. Um, that actually ties in really well to what you were saying before about how the Bichon Frise does not frise, does not respond well to negative teaching. Negative yeah. te- what is that called? I think there's a name for that. Oh, Bichon literally translates to toy dog. Oh, negative reinforcement. Thank you, producer. Uh, sorry, what was that? Bichon literally translates to toy dog. Oh, so it's so just it's curly toy dog. <laughs> That's cute. Lol. Oh, man. Thanks, whoever thanks, named internet. this dog. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, internet. Thanks, internet. Uh, yeah, so I actually have my mom. Shout out to my mom. Thank shout you. Out she sent me a photo from the newspaper um with a dog article that i thought i would use today i can't i don't know what she reads it's probably like career mail or something like that but you don't know where it's from (laughs) i have no idea she just sent me a photo of the thing oh that's nice um but just so you know it's it's not my article i did not write it unfortunately i don't know who wrote it because she also didn't take a photo of the byline so i just have no idea but um we always talk about how dogs don't respond well to negative reinforcement how we don't support that we want like easy hard easy positive reinforcement that kind of thing but we Mm -hmm. don't really talk about why um okay tell us why yeah so i have i have this article by thank you (laughs) um we have this article called yelling at dogs bad for their health cool love that can we just been yelling at things bad for things I feel like yelling probably. at people is also yelling not at people good bad for, for health. health. Yelling, yelling at, at fridge plants is probably not great for oh, them. Oh yeah, that's true. That's proven. Yelling at plants bad for plants. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> plants don't like um if you actually speak happily to your plant, it'll grow better than if you speak angrily to it. They've mm. done experiments. What if you sound angry when you're happy? No, I think it's the sound. Okay, that makes sense. No, I think I think it's like if you're like good morning plant, growing time, have a happy day, then it grows better than if you're like you're a stupid plant, you need to grow faster. <laughs> oh, no. I think it grows better if you do it. I don't think it's like hey, you suck plant, I love you so much, yeah. but you need to grow faster, you stupid plant. <laughs> I was trying to think of bad things to say while talking that voice, it was really hard. Uh, <laughs> uh anyway, let's talk about dogs. Yeah. Uh even treats aren't as much for f- even aren't Oh my goodness. Hello? Let me just... Even treats aren't as much fun for traumatized dogs. A new study finds that screaming... Oh, I don't like what's screaming. Screaming at dogs I've heard scares people scream them at dogs so it's for the long terrifying. term. Sorry, what? I've heard people scream at dogs though, like at parks and stuff. It's I horrible. detest that. It's really stressful. Ugh. Uh, screaming at dogs scares them for the long term. And patience is a far superior method for training them. Science Alert, a news website reports. Cool. I'm reading an article based on another article. Great. Fabulous. (laughs) Love journalism. Researchers led by biologist Ana Catarina Vieira de Castro. Oh, good morning. Of the Universidade do Porto in Portugal. Apologies for weird pronunciation. (laughs) Sorry, Portugal. Recruited 42 dogs from schools that used reward-based training and 50 dogs from aversion training schools. So 
I assume negative reinforcement is also aversion training, if that's specifically how you train your dog. Uh, During the study, uh, pups taught with yelling and leash jerking were found to be more stressed with higher levels of cortisol found in their saliva. Our results show that companion dogs trained using aversive-based methods experience poorer welfare as compared to companion dogs trained using reward-based methods at both the short and the long-term level. The researchers wrote in biology news service BioRxiv. The news service is spelled B-I-O-R-X-I-V. So there you go. Find that if you want to. Uh, Specifically, dogs attending schools using aversive-based methods displayed more stress-related behaviors and body postures during training, higher elevations in cortisol levels after training, and were more pessimistic in a cognitive-based, in a cognitive-biased task, researchers found. Um, Yeah, that's just a tiny little article. I thought it was an interesting tip. um, I mean, I doubt our listeners are the kind of people that do... (laughs) yell at their dogs I agree but it's a kind of a good reminder that if you're feeling frustrated that like every being makes mistakes and yeah. even animals like no one can't no one deserves to be screamed at even 100%. if you're having a hard day so if you can take a deep breath and just kind of remind yourself like I love my pet yeah I'm here to look after them I need to you know I need to make this situation right and it's not their responsibility yeah. to like train themselves or be perfect all the time yeah so. and that makes you a responsible a responsible and there yeah a responsible pet owner and also just a responsible human um I think having human responsibility over your own emotions uh but yeah <laughs> still working on that one everyone is always and it's good to be aware of it yep. and not to take it out on your doggo uh, so the hot tip from this is reward-based training is... Reward-based training is ideal. Good. Do that. Listen to our other episodes and about children, that. And children and teenagers. People had told Everyone. me I was doing good. I would have done better, but people told me I was doing bad. Yeah, that So it made sucks. me feel worse. Just just give people some praise, y'all. Makes me feel good. Yeah, be positive, team. Yeah. Woo. Ow, I just slammed my cast down. <laughs> I heard it. It thunged. Oh, that was not worth it. Okay, while I'm shaking my wrist off, you should go check out our socials. <laughs> we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Floof and Papa Podcast. Uh, I'm not going to spell it now because I'm in pain. So. I'll spell it for you. Oh, go on. F L O F and, which can also be an ampersand on Facebook and just anywhere where we're branding. Uh, Papa P U P P E R. Yeah. Thanks to uh, That's Not Canon Productions for hosting us. Thank you. Um, go check out their new Instagram page um, at TNC Podcasts. And um, we're up there. A couple of the other podcasts on the network are up there. So if you're looking for more to listen to when you're done binging with us, you can go check them out. Do it. Um, and for some behind the scenes footage um of us or and photos or selfies. and <laughs> you might catch it up there as well so uh check out tnc podcasts on instagram and facebook as well yeah thanks That's for tuning it. in you guys we send you so much positive energy yeah have a lovely day and here's hoping no one screams at you yeah <laughs> give your dog some love <laughs> we send you love book book goodbye 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 The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Best Disney movie!
Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber, in order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes and wherever you find podcasts. That's not kind of productions podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.